Hey guys. Um, normally this week would be an, uh, a full episode, but um, Adam needs to take a break. Um, I went like 11 episodes strong. I'm not burnt out. I'm just kind of tired. And I got family that came over this weekend, so I was kind of busy with that. And like the podcast just kind of like kind of slipped away at my fingers. I just ran out of time. So, um, and my mental health is kind of like at a weird spot right now. So I kind of wanted to ease, take a break, relax this weekend, you know, enjoy my holiday weekend. I got boatloads of assignments that I got to do and, you know, stressful stuff going on with school. So it, you know, it, it's nice to just relax and unwind. So what I'm doing here is this is just going to kind of be like a mini episode. Um, it won't be that long. Um, so it's going to be a nice, easy, quick listen. Um, let me know if you guys want to hear more of these types of things. Like I'll do these a little more often. Like maybe I can drop this on a Wednesday. Like I'm doing it on a Sunday, but I was debating on whether to do a full episode or not. And I kind of settled on, I'm going to do a mini episode. I've never done it before. This would be a nice way to try it out. Um, but yeah, like I said, I could drop this on a Wednesday. I could drop it on a Tuesday, any day of the week, pretty much. Um, but yeah, let me know if you guys would like to do that. Um, I'm going to pick a topic to talk about. It can be, it's going all going to be fun topics, nothing serious. Like, I mean, the serious, the most serious I'll get is probably like mental health related, but outside of that, it's not going to be like sports related or like, it's just going to be kind of general, like, you know, maybe I'm going to do a Christmas one soon, like Christmas music, Christmas songs, Christmas gifts, like shit. I'll even give you guys I'll look up some, like, I should have done a Black Friday special. That would have been easily the best thing I could have done. I could have gone on here and scrolled through the internet and said, here's the best deal at Target and Best Buy. If you're looking for the, if you're looking for a TV, here are the deals. I could have done that. Um, but down the line, I'm going to do more of these. Um, they're going to be topic specific, and they're going to be really, really nice and quick and easy, just something to just something else to, to grab, you know, it's not the same old, same old, you know, that you're getting every week, it's something a little fresh and a little new. Um, so this week's topic, and the first topic, um, is finals. Um, finals week is normally, because I have friends that are in master's programs now, and then I'm still an undergrad, um, sometimes finals, and it depends on the professor, like sometimes like a finals week is normally the week before Christmas. It's the third week in December that, that, that universities have their finals week. And for some universities, excuse me, it's the second week of December. But some professors are like, listen, you want to get out of here as much as I, or I want to get out of here as much as you do. So I'm going to make finals week, boom, the week before. Um, so, and we always are generous of, excuse me, of those college professors as college students. We appreciate that. Um, so, it's coming up. You know, a lot of, uh, this is where the assignments start to pile up um, for some people. And even for, like, the, the college student that's on top of everything. Normally, there's a lot of assignments that pile up towards the end of the semester. And it can get really stressful. You know, I know me, I'm going through it now. I'm stressed out. Um, you could probably hear it in my voice. I'm umming a lot. Like, um, I'm saying um a lot. Um, I'm, I'm stressed out. Like, you know, it's a lot of assignments that I got. And 
and they're big assignments. They're not like little minute, like here, all right, that's, you know, I'd rather have 10 small assignments than like three big ones. Like the big ones take a lot of time, a lot of energy, and it can really screw up your mental. So you gotta, I've tried to just relax. Like I did this weekend, just relax, take my time. Um, but normally like, you're like, you know, you're very bubbly with your friends and this, that, and the other. Come finals week, it's like, I'm not going to hear from this person for like at least a week and a half. And then if I do, it's going to be like, hey, just checking in. I have to go back and study. You know, it's, you know, it, I'm in the education program. So it's a lot of big assignments and it's a lot of, hey, can't really hang out this weekend or, hey, can't really hang out tonight. I got to keep, I got to type, you know, 10 pages worth of crap. So, um, it does suck. Your social life just kind of takes a, a dip in those, in these next two and a half weeks. Uh, but then once it, it's done, it's like a, it's a freaking relief. It's like, oh my God, the, the heavens opened up and it's like, oh, it's, 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 uh, sunshine and daisies and oh my goodness. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling when you get all your final stuff done, whether that be assignments or tests, you know, whatever, exams. It just is a great feeling. Um, but I'm going to give some suggestions because, you know, I'm a human. I like, you know, I like giving advice and, you know, I have a podcast for a reason. Um, so I might as well use my platform positively, uh, as always, and um, give you guys some some tips. This is a, uh, I can put this in the link or the, yeah, the link or the bio of the uh, episode description, um, and on the Instagram post, the Facebook post, etc. Um, it's, uh, seven things. <laughs> it's seven survival tips to go through finals week or something from the pros. I want to know who the pros are. Um, I'm really, yeah, I'm trying to read like who the hell are the pros? <laughs> the pros, I guess are college professors or something. I don't know. Anyway, so number one is know your final schedule. That's kind of an obvious one. Professors normally give out um, a course calendar at the beginning of the semester, and they say, all right, this is when all this stuff's due, and this is when your finals are. And it's always TB, you know, it's TBD sometimes. Like, it's kind of depending on how fast or slow you go throughout the semester, snow days, you know, you know campus closures, et cetera. Like, hell, COVID-19 um, like something like that, you know, drastic to happen. So, um, but like, know your final schedule. I feel like that's just a normal college thing. Um, doesn't matter if you're a freshman or a senior, whether you're an undergrad, a master's degree program or a doctorate degree program, it, you're going to know your schedule. So I feel like that's an easy one, but for someone that just is a procrastinator or someone that doesn't really have their schedule like written down or anything like that, this can be a good way of saying, okay, I know when exam A is, I know when assignment B is due, and I know when, you know, project C is due. It, it just makes it easier in your brain, and it just kind of calms you down a little bit. Be like, all right, I know when this stuff is. I know when this stuff is, and it's it just makes it easier. Um, number two uh, is make a study plan. Similar to number one, you're just kind of writing everything down. Um, the other thing is when you're doing assignments, um, it's saying like to create a study. So set 
a timer to work. You know, I've tried this and it's actually helped me get through assignments a lot quicker. Um, I don't set a timer. I just kind of put a time. I write a time down like on a sticky note or in my desk calendar that I have. Um, and I just say, all right, um, it's it's 10.05 right now. I'm recording. So 10.05, all right, in 20 minutes, I'm going to work for 20 minutes. At 10.25, I'm going to take a 5, 10-minute break. Go eat a snack, go to the bathroom, drink some water, go outside for 5 minutes to get some fresh air, come back inside. Boom. All right, I came back at sign 10.30, 10.35. All right, I'm going to work for the next half hour, and so on and so forth. Some people I know that put a timer on their phone and just do 30 minutes at a timer, like you would go for a run or you would do a workout or whatever. Like you, ooh, I just bumped my phone on my desk. Good Lord. Um, and that just goes, when that timer goes off, it's like, boom, stop whatever you're doing. Like you wouldn't in school when you would do like a timed essay, like a 30 minute essay or a 45 minute essay, you get, and teacher says, stop, stop what you're doing. Stop. Stop moving your pencils. That was always a popular one. Don't stop moving your pencils. Either finish your last sentence, like if you're typing, finish your last sentence. Excuse me. It's hard with tests because you can't, yeah, you have a specific time limit. I'm talking more specifically assignments and big projects. Um, even when you're taking a test, you can give yourself like, all right, five minutes per question or, you know, something, two minutes per question, something like that. Um, it's just harder because when you're in the moment and taking a test that you can get really bad test anxiety like I normally do. But if you're doing, you know, a lot of projects and a lot of assignments that are, you know, trying to get done, you know, take some, take a break. Like that, that I've found like before I used to work like an entire day and not stop working. Like I wouldn't eat, I would eat breakfast, but I wouldn't eat lunch. I would eat maybe like some a small something for dinner, like and that would be like a snack for ten minutes, and then boom, just keep working through. And I would work like eight hours, and my I would be sitting in front of the computer for like eight hours a day, and it was horrible. And I'm wondering like why am I not sleeping? Oh, because I'm in front of a screen for eight hours. You know, it that's why I'm fatigued. I'm tired. My brain has been like this blue the blue light from the computer is just smacking me in the face all day. You have to take a break. Um, I found that, you know, taking breaks every 30 minutes or so after working benefits you. Um, with those breaks though, it can't be like, oh, I'm going to go on TikTok because we all know, and I'm guilty of it too, like everybody else. I'm going to go on TikTok. 10 minutes of TikTok turns into like an hour and a half, like, like that, like you're on TikTok or Instagram or like, you know. But, like, check your text messages, text somebody back, call your mom, call your dad, call a friend, whatever. Just say, hey, how are your days doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm working on this. Um, whatever. Go take a walk outside if you have, you know, access to going outside like that. Um, listen to a song that you like or just take, you know, close your eyes. Drink, drink water, please. Like, that's, that's a big thing. Um, number three. Clear your space of distractions. This is a big one, uh, especially for me who gets distracted very easily. Um, not so much with stuff on my desk, but it's more like my brain saying, oh, wait, I have this appointment. Oh, wait, I have to this for my car. And oh, wait, no, I have something for this class. Like kind of try to 
limit, like even the tabs, something as small and minute as the tabs in your um, in your browser. Like limit yourself to like, okay, how many tabs do I really need open? All right, let me open my Google Doc or my Microsoft Word or whatever you're working on, PowerPoint. Let me open that. Um, if you like to play, I like to play like the lo-fi hip-hop channel on YouTube in the background, like I have that tab open. And normally, I, to even less distract myself, I open a new window and I put that in there so I'm not tempted to go to YouTube and watch a YouTube video. Um, so it's like stuff like that. Um, and even stuff on your desk. Clutter, declutter your desk. Um, crumple to pieces of paper, books. Um, like kind of clean your space up before you start working. Um, because it's just going to be, le you're going to be less distracted. You're not going to want to grab that pencil or, and, and do this or like grab the pen and start clicking it. Or, um, like I have a, I'm looking at a stapler right now on my desk and like start clicking it, like not click it. So the staple comes out, but like make that little click, click, click noise that it's like kind of satisfying to like touch something at the moment, like kind of clear your desk off and it, and it makes you more organized. Like if you, I'm working on a project and I have, you know, all these papers that I'm trying to organize, like I just organize my papers, put them in a nice neat pile, stick them on the side, and then just in the order that I would need them, just boop and grab them. And then once I'm done with them, I put them back in the same spot that I have them. Now I'm very OCD with things, um, but I know some people are very, you know, have a lot of cluster around them and they can't, but just try your best to like clear your space off because it helps, it eases your brain too. It, it your, your activity in your brain doesn't let other things distract itself like you know like you wouldn't <clears throat> you wouldn't type like an essay at a sporting event or at a concert like you're not going to be working on school stuff at a concert why because you have to be focused on one thing at a time as much as you can probably multi you can text somebody in the middle of you can send a quick text or do a snapchat in the middle of that but if you're trying to concentrate on like typing a paper during the middle of a sporting like if you're at a phillies game for example you're not going to sit there and write your 10 page essay at a Phillies game. No, you're going to do it at home where it's quiet and there's no distractions. Same thing applies like at, at your workspace. Treat it as if you're out at a sporting event or out with friends at dinner or out at a concert or at, at a movie. Just treat it as I need total and utter zero distractions or as little as possible because, you know, some things are sentimental things you keep on your desk. Obviously, you're not going to like take that down or take it off your desk. You're going to keep it there for sentimental value or whatever. Um, but like things that don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? Um, number four, um, switching up your study space. I found that this is helpful depending on what you do. Um, when I do assignments, I'm very weird with my process and how I do things. I will find myself sometimes sitting down, talking to myself, like talking out and thinking out loud. I do that a lot. And then, you know, my brother or my mom will come in my room or my dad will come in my room and be like, uh, who are you talking to? I'm like, uh, myself. I'm thinking out loud. And that's normally how I like to do my assignments, uh, especially ones where I have to, there's steps involved and there's a lot of thinking involved and creating something. I like to think out loud. Even when, when I created the podcast, like it was a lot of thinking out loud. And, hmm, how am I going to do this? Or, so switching your study space 
can help you because, you know, sometimes I'm in my room almost 24-7. If, when I'm home nine times out of ten, I'm in my room. I'm in my room playing video games, watching TV, listening to music, I'm laying in bed, I'm laying in my armchair, whatever. Rarely do I gravitate. Like, the only time I'll really sit out in my living room is during football Sundays, like during NFL Sundays. And I'm watching the Eagles game with my family out in the living room. But everything else I normally do in here. I even do my work in here. I have my computer in here. I have my laptop in here. But sometimes I like to, you know, switch it up. And it's helpful. I like my room nice and dark so I can sleep. You know, if I want to sleep in, I don't have to, excuse me, worry about the sun beat me in the face or whatever. So sometimes I like to just get out of my room. It's like, oh, I'm kind of sick of you. Like, ugh, I need a break. So I'll go out in my living room. I'll go out. Hell, going. Well, it's kind of hard now because it's cold. But like when it was when it's nice out. Like even during quarantine, I couldn't do a lot of my work inside because I was inside all day. So I would go outside. I would go out on my deck. I would go. I have a hammock outside right next to my house, like in range where the Wi-Fi is going to hit. And I sit in that. And I did my. I would type my assignments up, and then I would take a break. Like do something. You know, switch it up, or even go somewhere. Like. If you work at campus all the time and you're a commuter, it's hard when you're when you stay on campus because you're constantly on campus. But even if you're on campus and you have a car, go drive somewhere, go to a Starbucks, go to there's tons of, you know, there's parks. I know in Galloway there's tons of parks that are quiet. You can go to the beach if you're lucky to go to the beach. I found doing I've done assignments on the beach. Oh my god, it's fantastic. It's just quiet. You get the waves and it's just peaceful. Just switch up something, study. Like if you have to study for an exam, you have to write some notes, go to the beach. I know now it's a little too cold, but like in the spring semester, it's nice and warm. And even sometimes in the fall semester, you know, global warm is a thing. Like it's been warmer a little later. It's just starting to get cold around the East Coast. So switch it up. Your brain is constantly wanting something new. It's craving something new. That's what that's people do that all the time. We're human beings. We crave new things. We get old of things. We get um, things get old to us fast, especially now with the way society is. People get there's a new iPhone that comes out every year. So people, get, you know, old things, just, they die out quickly. Switch up your study space. Give your brain a different type of stimulation. And maybe you study better at that new location. And then once your brain kind of gets accustomed to it. And then switch back to your old location or find a new, then you can find a new location. So it just opens up new opportunities um, to, to kind of enhance, to stimulate your brain is what I'm basically trying to say. Uh, number five is eating right. This is huge. This is probably, I'm going to see six and yeah, this is probably the second most important one. Number seven, I think, is the most important one, but we'll get to that in a second. Number five, I think, is one of the more important ones. Second most on this list. Eating right, I never thought about it. Eating right while you study is, holy crap, it's important. And even eating, you know, going into finals week, what you eat before a test is even, it'll tell, like, if you're going to eat something... When you eat something before a test, like remember, I think, you know, if people that are my age demographic and even older and younger, 
Remember when we take standardized tests like the PSAT or the SAT and or the NJ ASK or the PARC and they would say, oh, make sure you eat a good breakfast. What they meant by that was don't eat, you know, girls, girls, yes, girls, don't have just a iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts or an iced latte from Starbucks. Have something <laughs> tangible that you can put in your mouth, pause, and you can eat. Put something in your pause. I gotta, wow, I gotta stop. Pause. Make sure you eat something that's that you can eat, that you can pick up and put in your mouth and chew. Pause. Don't just have a drink. Like, I know a lot of girls, and I have a lot of friends, I have friends that are girls that send me, <laughs> that'll send me Snapchats of them getting their coffee, and I'll tell them, are you eating something with that, or is that your breakfast? Because if that's your breakfast, I'm going to reach through the phone, snatch that Dunkin' out of your hand, and make you go eat, like, an egg, or, like, go eat a bagel. Like, I don't care what it is. It's something tangible. I don't care if it's, like, a banana, an apple, like, something. With eating right when you study is vital. Like you don't, you wouldn't eat chips while you study. And if you do, and that works for you, more power to you. Because damn knows I couldn't be eating a bag of Doritos and trying to turn pages and write notes because I gotta lick my fingers every for wipe my lick or wipe my fingers every five seconds because I got you know Dorito dust on my fingers. Eat you know something light like an apple. A banana. Fruits are fucking amazing for... I'm going to... First off, I'm going to start cursing less on the pod. But fruits are amazing for... You know, just... They give you a lot of... It's natural sugar, so they're going to give you... You can give you that little insulin kick and just bam. Boom, you got a little bit of energy for 20 minutes. It's like taking a power nap. Like, you get up, you go to sleep for 20 minutes. Boom, you're up and it's like, oh, I'm ready again. Like, it's kind of like a caffeine kick. Um... Coffee is good, you know, when you study because it, but you got to be careful with it because you don't want to drink too much because you're going to give yourself a headache. So you have to have that nice balance of water, water, one more time, water and not a Red Bull or a Monster or a Bang or any of those other energy drinks because you're going to get a caffeine kick and then you're going to crash and you're not going to want to do anything. So you're going to get maybe an hour of a caffeine kick, depending on your body. You're going to get maybe an hour. Me, typically, it's like an hour that I'll get a caffeine kick. And then I'll crash, like, right after that. And then I'm, like, unmotivated. I don't want to do anything. I just want to go lay in bed and, you know, scroll on TikTok and play Warzone all day. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything else. I want to watch a movie, you know. So it's important to... Sorry if you're hearing me. I'm like moving around in my chair. Um, it's important to eat something right. You know, healthier foods. Like, you know, even if people, have, you know, skinny pop popcorn is perfect, like a perfect snack for studying. Uh, like I said, a banana. Make yourself something light. It's not, not like a full course meal. 
to where you're going to feel sleepy. Your body's going to go into a food coma and you're going to be like, like you're not going to have a Thanksgiving dinner before you're going to go take a test. Like if you're going to take a test and it's in the morning, you know, have a bagel, have some coffee, maybe like a, a, a protein bar or something like that, a granola bar, something like that, where it's going to be like, all right, it'll sit in my stomach. I'll have it for a little bit. It gives me enough energy to take this test. Boom. I'm good. If it's like later in the day, like if you have like a night class, don't have like a full course meal before, like don't go out to Applebee's and get like an appetizer and then get like a burger because you're going to want to take a freaking nap afterward. Like if you go out to dinner, your class is at six. Oh yeah, I'm going to go to like fast food is perfect, is a perfect example of what not to eat before a test. Like don't go to McDonald's, don't go to Chick-fil-A. Like, obviously, if it's there before class, that's one thing. But if you're eating, like, before, I'm sitting here saying, like, oh, don't eat this, this, this. Fast food's probably fine. I've never done it because I've always had morning classes. So I've always had to eat breakfast before. Um, I wouldn't recommend eating fast food. But like I said, just like the Dorito thing, like, if that fuels you and you do well, shit, more power to you, man. But I would stick to, like, the healthier options because, you know, they tend to give you energy a lot longer. Um, then like, you know, processed foods. Um, number six, this is a, this is a weird one because it all depends on if you're more social or more antisocial, if you're more introverted or you're more extroverted, um, creating study groups. Um, I was never that person that created study groups. Um, it just wasn't for me. I'm a very introverted person. I'm not antisocial, but I'm not like very sociable. I'm just kind of quiet and shy. So I wasn't like, Hey, um, you, you, and you, can we do a study group? And And I'm not one that works best when around other people, because I tend to get distracted. Um, I tend to have conversations to start to have conversations with people that aren't related to what I'm trying to study. And it creates a problem because then nothing gets done. And it just feels like even though it was a nice conversation, it just feels like time wasted. Um, so I'm not opposed to study groups because I think certain things, like a group project, for example, obviously you're going to work together as a group and you're going to do every individual thing. But some people are so sociable that they need interactions with other people to help get their work done. I'm just not one of those people. But if you are, I would do it, like I said, same thing with the studying thing. Do it in a quiet location where you all can concentrate. Put your phones down. Don't be like, put your phone on do not disturb for like an hour. Put it on airplane mode. Um, something like that. So you're not distracted by your phone, you know, your devices and all that type of stuff. Um, only because it just, it's going to help you get your work done quicker. Um, but like I said, I'm not one of those people that did study groups or, you know, like to do that. Like I'm not, I'm not for, I don't really like group projects. I just like doing things on my own. That way I can, it's my own timetable. I can manage my own time. I don't have to worry about everybody else. You know, if this person's pulling their weight or that person's going to show up, if is that person going to show up late, are they going to show up on time? Are they gonna, it's just less stress on me. I don't have to worry about three other people, four other people, et cetera. Um, yeah, like, you know, create study groups. Um, I wouldn't do that one, but if that works for you, 
more power to you, like I said. Um, here's the last one. And I think this is the most important one. Um, and I've stressed this before on the podcast before. I've stressed this before on the podcast before. Wow, Adam, that's just really great podcasting. <laughs> oh, man, it is 1030 and I'm, I'm a little tired. Um, number seven is don't forget about self-care. And this is just in general, not just finals week. Ooh, excuse me for that. I just smacked the microphone with my phone. Um, I'm going to try and find a nice, here's a nice spot for it. Okay. <laughs> Self-care. Self-care is important for everything in your daily life. Um, but more specifically to finals week, it is really important. Um, I'm going through that now where it's like, I'm stressed. I'm not, sl my sleep uh, patterns are all effed up it's just I'm, I'm a little more agitated than I normally am. I'm a little more skittish and antsy and, and, and jumpy. Like, I'm a little more on edge. And, you know, I'm not eating what I would normally eat. I'm just kind of like, oh, I have to just go to Wawa and grab this. Or I'm going to stop at, you know, Chick-fil-A on the way home and grab, you know, something or... I have to go go out to Target and grab this thing. So on the way back, I can go grab Taco Bell or McDonald's. Like, and I don't normally eat fast food, but I'm just using that as an example. Like, I could just go something, grab something quick, eat something that maybe wouldn't be the best thing for me, and then go home. And then eventually, just like I want to crash. Like, I want to I want to play video games or I want to like it. Just kind of the the diet thing goes, but or not the diet thing, the eating thing it goes back to what you know eat something that's good for you that's part of it is the eating portion part of it is the drinking portion of water 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 not wine i've done it before but you know finals week is different i know drinking wine and then writing a paper sounds like a fun time and i've done it but water ladies and gentlemen water my friends it's the best thing for you um Yes, water. Drink a lot of water. Um, it's going to help you feel better. It's going to help you... All those toxins in your body. Like you're feeling like crap. You're feeling anxious. You're feeling stressed. You're sweating. It's going to relax you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make you feel better. Drink a lot of water. During your finals week when studying, bring a water bottle. Always bring a water bottle with you when you take a test, whether it's finals related or not. Anytime you take a test, this is for you know high school, middle school, high school, even you know, and even freshmen, you know, freshmen through seniors in college. Bring a water bottle with you. Always, first off, always to class, but always to a test. Always to a test. Because you're going to be anxious, you're going to be sweating, you know, and you're just going to be like maybe shaking. You take that sip of water, a couple sips of water, okay, you can breathe. Take a nice little deep breath, and then boom, you're back in. You're back in, you're refocused, it helps. Water, eating right, sleeping right. This is the biggest thing because as college students, I always joke about it in high school. I don't know how the hell, I did, a, I did sports, I did soccer in high school. I don't know how the hell I was up at five, probably like six o'clock in the morning, caught a bus at 630, went through from school from seven to three in the afternoon, 230 in the afternoon, 
then practiced for two and a half hours and then came home, did homework. And, you know, if I was out at a football, like, I don't know how the hell we did it in high school. Like we were just built different or we were just teenagers and we had a lot of testosterone and estrogen and we were just running on fumes or something. I don't know. Um, but college is a little different. Like our bodies are older. We're starting to age a little bit. Um, and the stress factor goes up. Um, and sleep is the first thing that we don't even realize how important it is because we're older and we're more concerned about doing other things. We want to go travel. We want to go out with our friends. We want to, we have bills, we have, uh, jobs, stuff like that. Like stuff gets in the way of our sleep and it shouldn't. Um, I had a friend of mine, actually, it wasn't even a friend of mine. It was my cousin who, who my cousin, Bridget, shout out Bridget, um, very, very proud of her. Um, she's in school right now. That's why I say I'm very proud of her. I'm always proud of her, but kudos because she's um, she's in school right now for to become a nurse. Um, but she had told me, this was back when I was in high school, and she had told me that give yourself a time limit when you're doing homework or you're studying. Give yourself a time limit of when you're going to go to bed. Give yourself a bedtime. She's like, for me, I was one where I could, I didn't need eight, a full eight hours of sleep. I could run on six hours of sleep because I have a little more energy. Me, I'm kind of the same way. I need six to eight, but I'm closer. I don't need as much sleep as you know other people. So she's like, my bedtime was midnight. If I didn't, if I or um, yeah, if I didn't finish it by midnight, or whatever I finished by midnight is what I finished. But she was also a good student in where she would kind of plan things ahead of time. Obviously, if you're a procrastinator, that's not going to work because you're going to have things till the last minute. But even as a procrastinator, you can plan ahead. And give yourself a bedtime. Give yourself some sleep. You can always go to sleep and wake up early. You can't get back sleep that you lost. You can always sleep and then wake up early. But you can't go to bed any earlier, if that makes any sense. My bedtime is normally 11 o'clock. 11.30 if I'm pushing it. But normally I try to keep it to 11 o'clock and I try to get up at 6 or 7. So I'm getting about seven to eight hours of sleep. Make sure that you get your sleep, especially during finals week, because nothing's going to be worse than if you're studying for an exam that you've probably been studying for for two weeks and you want to stay up extra late to study and you only get three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep, or you go to bed at a time that your body's not used to like later than it's used to and you wake up and you feel like shit like you wake up you feel tired you feel groggy you feel like you, you feel like you're in a fog like it's like oh you're trying to trudging through the day and then if you have an early class you're if you feel like you're screwed and then that screws up your confidence that screws up your focus it it your mind just sits there and says nope i'm still in sleep mode because i didn't get enough sleep the night before um Take care of yourselves this finals weeks, whether it's this week, 
next week, or the week after. Take care of yourselves because at the end of the day, your health is more important than an assignment. As much as, as much as you think that assignment, as much as your professors will tell you, oh, that assignment is worth everything. It's not worth your mental health. It's not worth your physical health. Take care of yourselves this finals week. Us as college students, we're going to get through this. It's like this every year. We're going to get through it. We're going to pass all our exams. We're going to get through the semester. We're going to be done. Christmas is coming. New Year's Eve. New Year's Day. It's all coming. It'll be, it'll be here before we know it. We'll all be back again with our families like we were this past week. With our friends and our families. For the holidays. And it's going to be fun. But right now we're going to get into work mode. We're going to we're going to dig deep and we're going to get through it because we can, we can, we got it. We're passing all our exams. We're getting good grades. We're getting by. We're moving on to the next semester. Or if this is your last semester, I congratulate you. You're going to be graduating. Congratulations. We're going to, we're going to get through this. We can do this. Remember, eat right, sleep right, drink a lot of water, study, but don't study too much. Give yourself a break. Don't overwork yourself. If you feel like you're overworked, take a break. Take a nap. If it's late, go to sleep. It'll be there for you in the morning. It's not worth it to stay up until 3 a.m. and study or to finish an assignment. Go to sleep. Eat some, excuse me, eat some breakfast. Eat some lunch. Eat some dinner. Breakfast, once again, PSA to the girls. Dunkin' iced coffee is not breakfast. You need to have something. I don't care if it's a donut. You need to have something else. But take care of yourselves, most importantly, all of you. It's always a rough two weeks. We'll get through it. You can always reach out to me. You can reach out to the podcast page. We're going to get through it. Finals week is upon us. We're going to get through it. We're going to be able to celebrate with our families and our friends again. Take care of yourselves, everybody. Um <laughs> I haven't done it on the pod in a while, but I'm going to do it on these little mini episodes and I'm going to do it on the pod from now on. I swear to God, I will not forget anymore. Life is a series of moments and moments past, so let's make this one last as that's all that we have. Everybody, good luck on your finals. I will see you guys next week for episode 12 of the 416 podcast. Take care of yourselves, guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you guys soon.